Well, come on in to the dog, because you're down the dog. With me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. John, um... Yes. Well, there's obviously a big thing to talk about, but before before we get into that, we were left on a knife edge a couple of weeks ago. Were you able to go and see Leeds at home the other week? I was not. I did not go to the game. I think the game we're referencing, it's the one before last, wasn't it, that I thought I might get to? Oh, yeah. God, there's so many games in the championship. Yes, aren't there? Lots to get through. Swinging from victory to defeat. So where are we now? We lost last week to Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. Took a bit of a beating. Obviously didn't go to that. I ain't going down the Dell. Yeah. I'll never stop calling it the Dell. That's nice. Is that because it sounds like Adele? I just think it's a lovely name for a football ground. I agree. It just it's totally unique. It's and it's not um it's not soft sounding, even though it does call up images of the Dingley Dell, whereupon one might find enchanted woodland creatures. Yeah. It's it just sounds lovely, I think. Because yes. you can say, Oh, guide there in a Dell. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's close den. enough to the den, isn't it? Yeah. But it's it could be no to kicked off down a dell. Yeah, old uh, mother bear. She'd uh, found out who nicked her honey and she fucked up some rabbits. <laughs> John, we are obviously um having this conversation um over microphones and we're not yes. the only two uh, men or more to have uh, the, the VAR audio has been released is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, that's the worst thing you've ever done. It is. I, I got annoyed with myself for even trying to just... But do you know what? It was so bad. It was one of the best. Thank you so much. Absolutely loved it. Have you heard the audio? Well, I was slightly reluctant to listen to it because at the time I was preparing my daughter for bed and earlier in the week had been duped into thinking that I was listening to <laughs> the audio of the VAR decision. And uh, perhaps you'd like to tell the listeners what I was listening to instead, Matthew. It's the classic prank um, where you're sent something um, that you believe is a topical piece of audio, and mm-hmm. um, it turns out to be loud sex noises. I was sent it by a former Labour MP, and I felt that I, therefore, um, in a way that it was kind of, in a way, a, a legitimate wind-up to pass on. It's not the sort of thing I usually do, but I thought, mm-hmm. well, if he's enjoying it, this I'm going to enjoy it. Comments. And I just, I wanted you to, well, obviously, I wouldn't have wanted you to play it in too inappropriate a place, but I did yeah. hope that some other people might be around. And I thought, because it was from me, because it was that clip, because it's not the sort of thing I usually send on, I yes. might just fully get you with it. You did fully get me with it. Um, it seemed, was it the sex noises that were played into the studio where Gary Lineker was broadcasting from? I felt like I, this is a stupid thing to say, I felt like I recognised it. And I don't mean that I've watched that particular video in its natural form, but I felt like that was the sex noise from the famous BBC match of the day. Well, I'll tell you why. It's funny you say you recognise it. I think it sounds like you. You. <laughs> what do you mean? I think that's a well-used clip. I tell you what does sound like me. Yes, it is. It is the go-to sex noise, isn't it? It's if you Google sex noise. Mm. I tell you what does sound certainly in my ilk is the actual footage of the VAR. It's two meek, pathetic men, isn't it? I mean, they've absolutely thrown them under the bus by releasing that footage of them just going, you hey, what? Oh, 
Oh shit! My favourite one is um, o- o- Ollie says, "Stop it." <laughs> <laughs> Ollie says, "Stop it." You what? <laughs> Ollie, oh, they've started. You, you D- delay the game. O- delay the game. Oh, yeah. I think it's harsh them getting so much abuse. You're like, there but for the grace of God, it's so hard. They've made a mistake. If it was Luton Burnley, would there have been this much fuss about it? No, absolutely not. But potentially, you have to say, Luton Burnley, a goal either way, there probably isn't going to decide the title. It's It's the fate of the nations. They'll they'll, they'll both go down, won't they? Maybe. It's Luton Burnley. I mean, Burnley next out. I did, you know, good, good luck to them, and I hope they enjoy it. I've loved That's it. I've loved the whole good, fallout. The only thing I feel sorry for the VARs, for for the VAR, for a VAR, for them all, for the assistant, for because they're people, and it's just a just a yes. sad mistake. Um, but the whole thing is so funny. I can't believe the story's run this long. As someone who has cancelled gigs, there's no European leg of my tour for two reasons. One is the calm footprint my desire to tour in a efficient and environmentally friendly manner and the second reason is that there's absolutely no call for it whatsoever however the first one takes precedent um it's annoying to think that you take decisions like that seriously and we are flying fucking referees to the uae yeah. to watch a video of a football game i mean what the fuck is going on with that carbon that is in the atmosphere now that is amongst the most futile pieces of carbon in the atmosphere of everything power stations and all that at least they're you know they're they're powering countries that whatever measure for those two men to sit on a plane and watch a fucking video of a game happening in the UAE that is carbon that is it doesn't deserve to be in the atmosphere okay that, that's interesting don so some carbon does and do those carbons affect the atmosphere differently. No, they all have the same effect. Mm-hmm. The good carbons and the bad carbons. The carbons that I emit, basically, they're good, they're fine, because I am a good person, um, and all other carbons are bad. Okay. That's the rough rule. Okay. Yeah, I thought um, I, I sort of had an inkling of that. Um, yeah. I thought that's how the, how the chips would fall. Um, I, 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 have you listened to referees mic'd up yet on uh, on the Premier League? No, game? I haven't. You did. Tip, you tipped me. You tipped me off about it this week, and I it's haven't brilliant. followed it up because it really captures the chaos. They sound like they're absolutely out of breath because the little microphone catches the wind. There's always a bit of which yes. makes it sound like um, p- police footage. That's what it sounds like. So he'll go. Um, Number 19, uh, foul number 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to need that, mate. Yeah, and then you can hear him going, it's being checked, it's being checked. So you can't hear the players. And then you just hear the VAR, and they're going, okay, we're checking that for you now. And then when he's running to the thing, they're going to go, we're going to show you the clip now, mate. Because cheers, mate. And, and you just like, it, it sounds, basically, referees like the whole game are just talking throughout the whole game. They're describing everything they're seeing. Kicked it forward, he's running it, he's touched it, they've touched it. They're on each other. They're moving, they're moving. Bang on. When you hear the VAR footage, the first 30 seconds, you're like, well, I can understand how there'd been a mistake here because everybody is constantly yammering. And as you say, the referee's running. The instructions are clear. It's right, forward, rolling, and it's off, offside, we're checking for the goal, and, and then but I'm going to go and have my tea, and there's hopefully it's spaghetti hooked. You can't really understand what's going on. The, the 30 seconds after, when they're just saying, um, I'm just, you, you, the decision was offside, though. Are you happy with that? Mm? Yeah, fine, offside. No, but he's he's saying it's offside. Are you are you happy that it's offside? Oh no, it's not offside. It's a goal, right? So, so it's not. It, it should have been a goal. Oh shit! 
stop it when it's not the referee anymore. It's just the VAR and the tech advisor. It's like it's like the office. Is it? Do we know what one of them should be just eating a Scotch egg in slow motion? (laughs) Do we know what swear word it is? I just presumed it was fuck. I think it's fuck. Yeah, it'd be cool if it's It's not a shit shit. moment. That is it. Bastard would be funnier. Bastard. Bugger. Equally, I, I get these things are important, obviously, in football, but outside of football, they're not. Yeah, and the level of coverage. I mean, I do kind of enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. the, the endless controversy. I love people losing their shit over it. Well, do you know the reason for that and the great problem? If you're not a Liverpool fan, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It's really funny. I mean, it's abs. I'm not, uh, you know, because I know what it's. I know what it's like when Leeds do badly and everyone finds it hilarious. I don't like it. <laughs> but if you're not a Liverpool fan, objectively, this is a hilarious. That whole game was just horrific. I mean, I don't think they got anything right. The red cards, the the own goal at the end, it was just... Yeah, it was great. You know, hilarious. And I I hope that happens to all football teams. Football's just so much fun. I love it. Oh, my God. What? I can't believe I haven't told you this. Yeah. So I went into a garage this week yeah. um, to, get a, to get a snack. So it's a branded garage. This is not... It doesn't say, like, mucky fills petrol house it is is what we would recognize as one of the one of the brands okay like shell or so something like that yeah one of those um going to the counter we get recognized by the ladies there um and we're chatting away yeah and one of them goes have you seen me sign and i said no and she went manager don't like it <laughs> and i said all right um she steps to the side and she has printed and stuck onto the cigarette gantry (laughs) it says i will not argue with anybody who should have been swallowed what (laughs) she's printed that out and stuck it onto the gantry in big letters and if any customers kick off about anything she just points at the side (laughs) how old's this woman um 40s Oh God! So quite young, maybe maybe early fifties. I don't. I don't. Once I'd seen the sign, everything else sort of faded from my memory. And what um, she means is, instead of their parents having intercourse, they should have done yes. something else instead. Yes, it should have been oral sex that was, and and yeah, not even spat out, but swallowed. It's very specific. I mean, I don't it, want you dying on the pavement or in a tissue. I want you to be dissolved by stomach acid in sperm form. My God. And I can't believe the manager, I mean, the manager's upset, but hasn't got the strength yeah. to take the sign down. Yeah. It's, um, it was one of the, one of the more remarkable things I've ever seen. I mean, there'd be people who, who um, cause once you've seen it, you know exactly where it is. So I'm sure there'd be people who know the particular garage I'm talking about. And, and it's one of those, this only ends one way. You know, this is not a battle that's going to get won at head office. You're getting level. swallowed. <laughs> yeah. We've we've discussed it at head office. Actually, we're fine with it, and we're going to put them in all stores. I mean, this this ends one way. She's going to lose her job at some point. And is it is it handwritten but, uh, or is it printed? No, it's printed. Oh yeah, she, Times she New printed Roman, it out. Ariel Calibri. Um, I couldn't speak to the font. It's capital letters, so it's all in caps lock. Jet black. So the font not jet black on just a white piece of paper. Yeah. I will say font size. She could have gone up a few because okay. she hadn't filled the page. So she probably sort of half to two thirds filled the page with the. But it's very clear. Can I ask about um, the formatting? Uh, left aligned, center, right aligned. Center, center. Yeah. Oof, unprofessional Central alignment. Un- unprofessional. Yeah, it was a bit of a mess. Don't like that formatting. It's. Um, I. I think. There comes a point in the production value that the more effort you put into it, the sadder it looks. There's something about the right. 
I'm going on the computer and I'm fucking putting my sign up. I quite like the, the provocative nature of it. Well, it did remind me of a different time when these places were all independent and, you know, certainly the news agents of my youth where my friend Lee and I would go and buy the Sunday sport and, you know, enough sweets to down a horse and eight litres of orange aid all for like a quid. That's what they were like. They smelled a certain way. Everything was out of date. It was it was pointless even speculating. You just you took a gamble on how cheap you wanted your crisps. Do you want the one p bag or the five p bag? Yeah, and and the shopkeepers no. would be quite, quite abusive to you verbally. Yeah, They'd just bollock yeah. you for no reason. They'd be horrible to you, <laughs> miserable bastards. Yeah, and it was that Don't was just part that. of it. You go down to the shop, get a bollocking, and go home. Yeah, the good the good old days. They were frontline staff, really, weren't they? That, that that was, and nowadays you've got people screaming at shop staff. It's gone the other way around. I'd love yeah. it if when, next time I went to my local Sainsbury's, the stuff there were going, tuck yourself in. Your mother would be worried sick. Shave, man. And, and But it was fine, wasn't it? And I think a bit of that in the VAR. If Darren England come out now and just said, fuck off. Yeah. I made a mistake. I was tired. Yeah. I thought they were flying us out first class. They've got all that fucking oil money. And we're in standard. The food was shit. Didn't even get extra leg the game group, mate. was dog shit. It was an awful game. Middle seat. I made fly back. He's shouting at me. I was trying to talk to my mate because that's the other thing. If you're flying across the world with these, it's not like they meet up and I picture them like in referees kit and they find out who they're refereeing with that day. They've become like a, they're like a tag team. They're flying all over the world. They're like rock stars. Yeah. They're like, oh, have you heard, uh, have you heard what Darren and Dave have got? Yeah, they've got fucking UAE next week. Then they're refereeing in Vegas. That's so So cool. they're obviously chatting through the game, aren't they? There's no way they're not like that beer we had. Bloody hell. I shouldn't have drunk on the plane. That was my mistake. I imagine they're just chatting away and then they go, oh, fucking hell, what? Is he offside? Yeah. That'd be what? great if there was small talk on there. So <laughs> yeah. he married at first sight last night. Fuck me. <laughs> What's she doing with him? I wouldn't do it. If my son went to do it, I'd have his guts. Yellow card, yellow card. Have you watched Married at First Sight yet? No, I know it's become your latest obsession. You've got to watch it. And everyone listening, I implore you, You've got to watch it. One, the show's as insane as it sounds. People get married at first sight. Secondly, they do genuinely match up couples who are well suited. So there's a heart there's enough heartwarming content to satisfy. Not the clip I've seen. The one I saw I've seen what they showed on Gogglebox. Right. And it's a bit where they get married and then by the reception he's chatting to her sister and he's winking at his mates and talking about her boobies. That's George's, yeah. He 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 talks about he's boobs a, bad a man. lot. He 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 talks about the itty bitty titty committee. And this this guy's gotta be in his thirties. <laughs> Mate, it's like he's like a perfectly preserved relic from two thousand and three. You're like, how have you not realised that this stuff isn't how people talk anymore? And he keeps he refers to them as dem titties and he he does like Borat impressions. <laughs> He's like, I like. And you're like, mate, what? This is this film this year. Broadband. What are you doing? Yeah. This is like it's so old fashioned. When you say they pair couples, like he shouldn't be getting married. Even his own family will be saying, don't marry this prick. Too immature. He's a nice lad, but give him a few years. I'll tell you, there's one guy I've become obsessed with. I, I'm terrible with the names. I think his name might be Brad. So there's this couple and she seems very sweet and they're kind of all over each other. He is one of those people that's got like tattoos everywhere. So like right mm-hmm. up to his jawline, it's jet black ink all over his hands and like facial tattoos that just look like marker pen. Um, they look like he's caught himself on the face by mistake. And he talks about the universe a lot. I believe in the universe and all this. 
Mm-hmm. And she does as I well. So in they've, the universe. They've, they've got that in common. But he is clearly randy as hell. And he goes into this sort of whenever she's like, Oh, I just want to like be romantic, he's like, Yeah, me too, babe. Totally, totally on the same level. And he clearly is he clearly is not on the same level. So there's a bit where he's going, I mean, sexually, I'm very adventurous. And she goes, Oh, I'm I'm more PG. Yeah, totally, babe. Yeah, yeah. I think we're just on totally the same level. And you're like, he he at the moment is is happy to I just think when people talk about when they're overly talking about energy and chakras, I think alarm bells ring. Yes. You think, oh, yeah. What sort of energy? <laughs> where, where, do they, where are these chakras found? Are you going to watch Married at First Sight or not? No, Why I don't not? think so. It could be our little thing. Well, it'd be like me saying, are you going to watch a film about treat balls? You know, I've got enough of that going on in my life already. But you I would watch a film about treat balls. I'm living it. I would watch a film about treat balls. In fact... You had your first treat bowl this week, and I know I that for came fact, to your house because I yes. eat it for you. So tell everyone, um, and you can be honest, because mm-hmm. say it in front of me. What did you make of the treat bowl experience? Well, um, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I knew you would. I'll tell you the things. I, what do you think I loved about it? There's there's three things I loved about it. Okay, I think you like the fact that instead of just sitting there with a bag of crisps in your hand. There's there's a kind of class to having it decanted into some porcelain. Uh, well, I'll give you that. Yeah, I liked the, not just that because had you given me it in a sort of cheap chipped bowl, yeah, the this is a it's a classy bowl that you put yeah. the treat bowl in. Thank you. Um, I also it's think it's got the, some heft to it. It's got yeah. a beautiful ceramic finish. It's a nice treat bowl. I also think that you like the philosophy, the the, the thought that goes in the layering of the flavors. I liked the. I liked there were a, I think four different flavors of mm. crisp in that treat bowl. That's yeah. commitment, and I and I liked that. I've got questions to ask following on from that yeah. about how you maintain. How long are these? Are they all coming from big bags? Because if you've got four big bags open at any one time, you're kind of saying I'm going to eat four big bags in at least two days. Um, it just depends what you got in. Whatever you've got in, mm-hmm. you can either just decant. Um, did you hear that? I did hear that. Yeah, what was it? A fart. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, you got to stop sitting on that hard wooden that bench. Plastic. It's like a school. It's like a primary school chair. This thing. It like anything that comes out. It's just amplified. <laughs> so uh, I met an old friend this week. Someone I know. Well, no. Uh, 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 something from the podcast reared its ugly head again. Um, so much. Oh uh, no! Your hemorrhoid. No, 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 that's oh, never And he has been he has been a bit of trouble the last few nights, but I imagine not not to use any creams. Um I'm at a service station. What now? I'm, or you were? No. No. Oh. <laughs> so I would have mentioned out. it before now. Anyway, I've got to go. Pump nine screaming. About to get swallowed. I'll be gone in a minute. <laughs> I'm at a service station. Mm. I, I nip in for a wee. I think I'll pop into Marx's. I'll probably have a look to see if they've got their vegan salt beef bagel. They haven't. They've got the new disgusting chicken and chorizo vegan sandwich, which I don't like. Oh, I I'll come like back it. out. I'm walking out. Uh, the door is not held for me. Not. Do you know what I mean? They weren't right in front of me, yeah. but it was close enough. It would have been nice, but there wasn't even a look over the shoulder. It's one of them. If it had looked over the shoulder, they'd have seen me that held the door. It just didn't even occur to them to do the courteous thing. I get I get a bit closer, and on the back of uh, this gentleman's T-shirt, it says, fuck climate change, let's go drag racing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all it says on it. 
okay. fuck climate change. Let's go drag racing. And I'm like, I've made up my mind on this gentleman. Okay. I think I know that we're not going to be friends. Okay. What vehicle do you think he drives? Mm. Okay. Can I just, I'm going to lay out a few early thoughts. Mm-hmm. Drag race now, to me, my mind goes RuPaul rather than Carl's. Do you know what I mean, though? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I, have you unwittingly misunderstood? He turned around, feather boa, lots of <laughs> mascara. <laughs> I think We've discussed he, it on the podcast. I think either BMW or some sort of truck. Yeah, he's driving a pickup. Fucking yes. He's further evidence that everyone who drives a pickup is an arsehole. Well, uh, do you drive a pickup? Hello at downthedog.com. We've tried. There's the guy in Australia who runs a kid's football team. Oh, yeah. And there was someone else. And that's it. Everyone else who drives a pickup is an arsehole. And I could say that freely because they don't listen to this podcast. I don't think we've got any listeners who listen to who drive pickups, certainly not UK based. Well, I mean, th- that's a caveat, isn't it? But why are we, why are you excluding the rest? Is it okay to drive pickups in other countries then? I do think so. Yeah. Because they have, they're, they're bigger countries. What if they're driving it in a smaller country? Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't think we've got any listeners in Luxembourg who drive a pickup. I'm going to go that far as well. But Have you know, we got your any Aussies. In Luxembourg? Ooh, I don't know. Dog.com. I told you about the time I died on my ass in Luxembourg two nights running. <laughs> it was one of the most miserable experiences of my life. No, you didn't. Please do. Got booked for a gig in uh, Luxembourg, and it, it, their mistake. Yes. Well, exactly. Anyway, my stuff is, as people will know, predominant. I mean, it's entirely British politics focused with a bit of football chucked in again. British centric. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a few years ago now, you know, early on in my career, I get booked for two nights. A couple of comedians I know had done it, including Paul McCaffrey. And he said, What you do is on the first night, you do a bit of banter because you've got to do the same venue two nights running. It's like this little cafe. Second Different night, people, basically, right? I was like, Great. And it's all expats. I'm like, They're not going to admit about No, it's not expats. It's, it's locals, right? It's like Europeans. Oof. And then <laughs> I die my ass the first night, and the guy bollocks me. He's like, What the fuck was that? That's not what I paid for. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> And I'm just stuck in Luxembourg on my own. <laughs> and it's like walking around. It's one of the few times I've ever had a glass of wine before a gig because I thought it's the sort of thing you do. I went for a spag- I stood on a bridge with no intention of doing anything. It was just I needed to get away and it was a nice view. I've never heard of anyone getting bollocked. I got bollocked. What the bollocks. fuck was that? I was like, oh, I was told you something. Who told you that? I was like, I don't know. I just thought they weren't from around. Anyway, the second night I did Made in Michelle, it goes a bit better just because, you know, I guess you're delivering. Th- There's no way they could have known who Ed Miliband is, but um, f- Let for alone whatever George reason, Galloway. It but it was that day, walking around Luxembourg like a condemned man on my own, just waiting to go. And you had to do two halves of 40. So it's not even one go. You do the opening. I mean, t- you booked to do four 40 minute sets in two days when you're at the start. It was just mad. Yeah. The money wasn't even that good. It was just like, oh, I can tell gigged in Luxembourg, which had never been yeah. an, a, 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 an ambition of mine anyway. I, was like, I remember thinking, what the fuck am I doing here? Anyway, yeah. I, I, I stood on that bridge for a long time, just sort of staring into space. And then I don't even remember the joke. It was one of those things. <laughs> just one of the saddest experiences of my life. Um, I can't remember how we got here now. I feel like I've got something off my chest. I don't know, but I'm glad we got there. Yeah, it's it's a uniquely, uh, I'd say it's one of the worst elements of the job gigging abroad. Oh, and it sounds so attractive and you sound so ungrateful for saying it, but it's fucking joyless because you so don't mad. have a good gig. And then you're just on your own and you can't enjoy the day because you've got the gig at the night. Uh, you know, my policy now is to uh, never gig abroad. I remember doing just Jersey. Just don't do it. I remember doing Jersey with Al Murray. We got there 
And it was obvious this wasn't a gig. Some rich bloke had just booked us, or booked Al, to perform. You were like, oh, there's no problem. And they were like, yeah, so um, you'll come for dinner with us. And we're like, what do you mean? They were basically like, we own you for the trip. And they booked a minibus, right, to get us there. We're sat at the back, and they're all just... It, the guy at the back, he, he had like this ponytail. He was wearing a white suit with a black shirt like Saturday Night Fever. Oh, yes. And he kept talking about all the main That's faces. That's how I'm going out. Kept talking about... It was on Jersey. This is where it was. It was on Jersey. And he kept talking about like all the main faces in Jersey. And I was like, I didn't know whether this guy was a drug dealer or what. I didn't think he was. I didn't think he was. But I was like, we've basically been flown out here to hang around with people. Mm. It was... Horrible, and you're trapped on an island. And obviously, you think, Well, what if they know the pilot? How do we get home exactly? What does happen in the event of a storm? Do you know what I mean? You, you barely sleep in those circumstances. Now, we have had, we, we gave out the email address earlier, hello at downthedog.com. We've had a lot of correspondence, John. Now, someone has Shane. What a great name. Uh, are there any Shanes anymore? When was the last Shane born? Hello at downthedog.com. But Shane has been in touch, and the subject line is treat It's mold. a Shane. That's Jane, the jingle for Jane, that feature. Jane, 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 Jane. Jane emailed you. Here we go. He says, big fan of the podcast. Listening to you talking about treat bowls reminded me of something from my days in the army. The nutty bag. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be horrific. <laughs> and at the moment, we take a train in. Like, oh we drive God. him out to the lake in the middle of the night. Castrate him. We would be <laughs> yeah. issued with our rations, which contain Yorkie bars, boiled sweets, and biscuits. Biscuits Ooh. brown. What are biscuits brown? Anyway, he says the chocolate to keep the lads happy, the boiled sweets for energy, the biscuits brown stop you pooing for the rest of your life. We chucked them all in a bag with a bit of extra Haribo and grazed our way through the entire exercise. Nothing like a little handful of happiness when you're cold and wet on Salisbury Plain to grab a little treat to stop you from crying. Bye! The thought of sad squaddies eating sweets like eager schoolboys is something that you never really imagine when you think of the horrors of war, that that, um, they might be there chomping on a Haribo. Oh, I'm looking at Biscuits Brown. Nairn's Biscuits Brown a popular component of British Army ration packs. The Biscuit Brown is back, made by Nairns. The pack contains six biscuits weighing in at 84 grams and providing 375 (laughs) calories of energy. These biscuits have a long shelf life of 36 months, so you can go ahead and stock up on these. Uh, According to the website I'm on, 48 months. Oof. And it actually says, these biscuits have a long shelf life of 48 months from production date, so you can go ahead and stock up on these. Has anyone told me how to soften up my peas? Because I had a bowl of my soup today. And I have to say, having frozen it and then thawed it, it was a little bit better. I don't yeah, know if good. the freezing sort of ruptured some of the cells, but it wasn't It wasn't so bad. You, you, you just will come on to the soup, John. I promise you we thank will. Thank you. Thanks. But, the one thing I've asked from the listener. Right, let me see if anyone's been in touch. Split peas. Here we go. Ed. Thank you. He says, I've got some colours. It's not another army, uh, not more army slang, is it? He says, I can't help you with the soup mix. Oh. He says, but you mentioned things being nutty. Rice with yellow split peas. He goes, fry some yellow split peas with some diced onions. Add rinsed... Fry basm- what? Fry them? Yeah. He says, add oh, rinsed basmati rice and some whole spices, cardamom, cloves, cinnamon, etc. Add no. the same amount of water to rice, cover and cook for however long it t- says on the packet. The yellow split peas are half cooked and add a lovely nuttiness and texture. It's my favourite way to have rice... And thanks to my dad for showing me how to do it. You can add this some veg stock to the rice as well if you want. 
He says, John. This guy's going in bullshit corner. Hold on. He says, you hate sweet potato, but yeah. have you tried it roasted? Oh, no. <laughs> Hear the man out. Bullshit corner. Shut the f... Listen. <laughs> have you tried it roasted? Then... Adding edamame and miso paste for the last 10 minutes. The miso paste complements the sweetness with umami and saltiness. This is from a Joe Wicks recipe that also uses cod fillets, but I'm sure you could use an alternative. What's this guy's name? Ed. Has he sent his address? Um, he sent his email address. He hasn't sent his postal address. I'll go around there. I will go around there. Don't start harassing him. I've asked for a simple... All I've asked for is a simple tip on how to soften me split peas. This guy's frying him. Maybe that's the way. That ain't softening him, is it? He also then says, he says to me, oh, you know that thing you hate? Here's a recipe for that. And then he says, oh, by the way, it come from Joe Wicks. Oh, is he barred? No, he's not. He's a legend. He's coming. He's pitching ideas, part of the life and soul of this place. I think he's barred from he's the not. dog. No, no, no. No, no, no. Danny, is he barred? What's his surname? Trot. Barred. Oh, I don't know. I think he's back in, actually, if his surname's Trot. What, Ed the Trot? <laughs> <laughs> It was right under our nose and we didn't see it. Oh, man. Do you think we've been done? I think we've been done here. Mm, put him on that pub watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been done here. Um, have we got a pub, Doc? Well, we, we have. We have. We've got a couple of nominations. Louise says, this is Leo the Chow Chow. He's only three, but has the vibe of a grumpy old man, so he'll fit right. And she turns a bit... Oh. What's don't know what breed that is. Very furry. Looks like a little bear. Oh, I'd like to bury my head into his forehead. I'd like to bury my face right into that. No, just gently, like long. nuzzling. Like nuzzling. Oh. I'm not going to motorboat him, but I just want to... I just want to... It looks very soft and welcoming there. Like he a looks pillow. so clean. It does look... That's the cleanest pub dog yet, is it? It can't be the... It's, well, so uh, Louise, thank you so much. Leo the Chow Chow, we'll put him out on our socials. He is our pub dog. I see what you mean. He's got a slight grumpy man face, but I just think he's just got a lovely, thick fur that looks so clean and welcoming. He's saying, cuddle me. That's what I'm here for. I was put on this earth to be cuddled mm-hmm. by you guys and anyone who comes in the dog. I like so that. are we having it then? Is that it? Yes. Leo the Chow Chow is this week's pub dog. Thank you so much, uh, Louise, for sending him in. Um... So anyone can just, I guess, with the pub dog, they're just over there in the corner. They can, uh, they can chill. They can vibe. And are we tossing? We haven't cleared this up. And I mean, are we, are we tossing out the pub dogs as they finish the shift, or are we just building up a oh, pub God. full of dogs, like a menagerie? Yeah, it's got, got a battery in here. I think we we sort of usher out the previous got pub to, dog as the for, new one comes. For the sake in. of my allergies, I, I think health and to, safety. Their owner picks them up. They go back to their life. That's what they want anyway. It's just basically yeah. a week long loan to the dog. They're honorary. You know, whenever they come back in, we will give them like a little treat or something. It's um, not a kennel we're running, is it? No, exactly. It, it can't be, and, and it will have consequences. They'll they'll start shitting. The you know dog wars. Um, we we don't wow. want to. You know, we don't want to get in trouble with the locals. And and, and let me tell you, while we're discussing shitting consequences, before we finish, yeah. the listener who found the twenty-year-old can of Fosters, oh yeah, has sent it into us. What? Um, so it's on its way to the dog, oh, so that God. we can sample a 20 year old can of fosters in a future episode would you would Hmm? you have a sip i would yeah would you but you're not worried only for their headlines 
I mean, that'll, if that doesn't get us in Birmingham live, fair do. You know what? If it's about getting in Birmingham live, I think that will do it. Yeah? Yeah. I'd do anything for this bloody podcast. Me too. That's all we've got time for this episode. We'll be back next week with another. Join us on Another Slice, where for the price of half a pint a month, we'll be putting out an extra podcast exclusively for Another Slice members. It's three quid a month. It gets you the Down the Dog lock-in, where you get another couple of episodes a month, some outtakes, and much more. Our first episode is already up. There will be another one out next week. Go to https colon forward slash forward slash www.anotherslice.com forward slash down the dog. No forward slash. It's anotherslice.com slash down the dog. And remember, get in touch with https colon forward slash forward slash www. Get in touch if you've been affected by any of the issues in today's show. Uh, hello at Down the Dog. And for the love of God in your own body, leave a five-star written review, share, and subscribe. Bye. Bye.